clearly off topic. Two friends, one unique conversation. Driven to learn, inspire, create, and understand the world. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're just trying to be good humans and make the world a better place. How hard could it be? Welcome. I'm Juliet. And I'm Lindsay. Welcome back to Clearly Off Topic is what she meant, you guys. <laughs> I was watching the little blippity blips on the blippity blips for our recording and uh, yeah, got distracted. It's too much science. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who am I? What are we doing? <laughs> it's been a week, Lindsay. It is. It's been a really long week and then like, uh, yeah, it's just been weird recently. It's been very weird. But you know, I'm so My excited to see so, you. Oh, me too. <laughs> I made her tea when she came yeah. over today to record because we both needed it. It's called Tranquility. Uh, yeah, that word doesn't exist in our vocabulary. Yeah, so maybe we drink it. We're trying. Trying. We're trying. ingesting it. <laughs> ingesting Tranquility. Tastes, Peach Tranquility. Tastes good. <laughs> tastes great. Um, so yeah, today... Uh, it's been a week. Uh, my mystical side would say that it's because it's like almost a Scorpio new moon. And Mercury is in retrograde. Comes, yeah. Is it in retrograde? It's, it's always in retrograde, right? Yeah. It's in retrograde right yeah. now. It might be in like a shadow period, but somebody with like better qualifications as to knowing what the hell any of that really means would have to inform Shadow period sounds bad. So it sounds go, really bad, doesn't it? Probably not great. Yeah. It sounds like <laughs> just as bad as Mercury retrograde. Tell what you did at Burning Heart. Burning Hearts. Burning Hearts. Wherever you went this weekend. <laughs> oh, this weekend. Uh, yeah, sorry. Party Voice team. Uh, I was at City Hearts this weekend, which is um, kind of like Desert Hearts Festival. If you live in Southern California and you're into, I don't know, I guess they call themselves transfer- transformational festivals. Really, it's just a music festival. But um, yeah, I was at City Hearts this weekend. Um, I perform with a group called West Coast Eclectic Arts. We do fire performance and a bunch of other stuff. Um but typically we um, fire perform at Desert Hearts, but it was um, in the park right across the street from Union Station, which is like the middle of downtown Oh, LA. I love that park. Yeah. Yes. And um, I think it's like Father Sierra Park or something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, it's a great park. It's very pretty. Um, but they like, you know, took over and put all the Desert Hearts stuff in there. So it was way prettier. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, they had like a little festival there. Obviously, we couldn't fire spin there because like, I mean, they're scared of like any flames right now in Los Angeles. So California has been on fire. It's still, still Apparently, on fire. Australia is like on fire. Oh, well. Like Sydney that area. Sucks. So like, they're like us. Yeah, their their climate's really their similar. climate's pretty similar. So, but yeah, so if that's really real and that wasn't like a clickbaity article that I just never clicked on because I was like, oh my god, I have to come back to this later and didn't remember until just now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so other places are on fire too. I know like there's some stuff going on in the Amazon too, but we don't have time to talk about that today. Oh, that's depressing. It's all anyway. All right, nope. Yeah, shutting no, that down. We're shutting that down. Shutting that down. Um, so you did does. City Hearts this weekend. Yeah, so we were the Desert Hearts Spirit Animal Adoption Agency. How cute is that? And um, we all dressed up like animals, and we walked around with these little finger puppets and, like, little tiny stuffed animals, and we asked people ridiculous questions. So we had, like, official forms. They were very official. Questions like, uh, what's your name? Obviously. You need yeah. to know that. Mm-hmm. If you're going to adopt a spirit animal. That's it. Question number one. Yeah, question number one. Do you want to adopt a spirit animal? Question number two. Is, what's your name? That's question number one. Oh, that was question number yeah. one. Well, so yeah, question no, question two. number two. So then we had like asked their shoe size and like also their, important what their sign was and like if they had any karmic debt <laughs> and if they had ever had any spirit animals before and abandoned them because that's a very important question. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I, owning up to that and being truthful. Yeah. Might and push your limits. It might. It might. And then there was like a picture of like a troll with yellow hair or <laughs> Donald Trump and it was who wore it better. And then it was, um, another one was, like, uh, Justin Timberlake with his crunchy hair, like, back in the 90s. Oh, and then so a dog good. with a piece of ramen on top of his head. Who wore better? That's hard. And that dumb dress thing that was, like, uh, is this dress white and gold or is this blue and black? 
that was like yeah all over the news for far too long. And there were so many of those, and every time it I was, was so like, dumb. This I was is like, ridiculous. who fucking cares, dude? Well, it's also like the resolution on on the screen you're looking at is yeah. probably playing a major role a major in, role. in this as well. Like the, the resolution in like printing out the photograph that we had copied from the internet made it blue already. So like, <laughs> come on, they're like it's blue. You're like, no, what? I'm actually? like, actually though, and like if they didn't get it, they didn't get it. And it was fine. But yeah, we asked a bunch of silly questions at the end of it. We like gave them a bunch of like rules for their spirit animals. One of them, uh, if you're as old as we are, you might know this reference. Uh, you can't feed your spirit animals after midnight. It's like super <gasps> you imperative. Can't, you cannot, you cannot do, that. do you're that. You're not allowed. So we are uh, not going to explain that one. If you don't get it, sorry. Uh, <laughs> 1980s babies. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. That's I'm going. Yeah. It, so it came with that instruction. It came with that instruction. And like some people got it and they would die laughing. They're like, it's Oh my so god, so important. Just, yeah. And we had approved stamps and like you had to go to the Moomager, which was Joel. He was a cow. And he had the approved stamp, and so he had to approve all the applications before we could pick your spirit animal for you. That's so cool. And then before they left, we had to name their spirit animal, and then you have to give them a little bit of a threat. Like, all right, we have your shoe size. We Mm -hmm. can find you. Super important. So, like, if you lose your spirit animal, we will know. You'll know. And it's almost like a microchip. Yeah, I'm going to come find you. Yeah, we'll just give it back to you because Mm -hmm. you can't escape. You cannot escape now. You've adopted this spirit animal. So, yeah, super goofy. Very fun. That is really um, fun. But yeah, it was super I fun. I should have come down that to you. You know what I did this weekend? What did you... Oh, I know what you did this weekend. Cause... Well, you do, but I have another thing I didn't even tell you about. Oh, my goodness. I accidentally went on an eight-mile hike. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did you do that? I... You know, I was anticipating a less long hike. <laughs> Actually, that's what happened. Where did you go so on So, we... It was Sunday, and Dan was like, oh, we should go for a hike because we should do one of the things you like to do. And I was like, okay, great. Let's go for a hike. And then he invited our two other friends, Brian and Laura, and they needed to be somewhere by six. Mm-hmm. And we're out in the Palisades. They need to be back in West Hollywood or something by six. Of course, there's traffic. All mm-hmm. of us get there at like 2.45. So we're like, we'll just do a quick little hike up this little mountain here. Right? Little we're mountain. In the Santa Monica little Mountains. Mountain. It's in the Santa Monica Mountains. How big can they get? They're huge, huge guys. They're huge. Guys, they're massive. <laughs> so we start talking and then we're walking and we're going at a pretty, pretty fast clip. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it was because we were all just talking a lot and fast that we were then walking faster. Plus, we knew we, we were just going to walk as far as we could and then turn back around. Mm-hmm. Well, we get to the, we, there is no top. It's a ridge trail. So once yeah, you get yeah. to the top, you just keep going. going. Yeah. We turn around finally at four. And I'm just I just have Strava, which is this um, thing. I have that, that too. Distance. Yeah, that's what I run. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It, it tracks your distance and your calories and all that nonsense. Um, so I just have that running. I'm not paying attention to it. Yeah. And we get, it's like 4.15, 4.30, and Bryant says, oh, we should probably turn around because we've been hiking for a while. We're like, okay, cool. Turn back around. The sun is setting now because it's, you know, 4. And oh, my God. I saw the best <laughs> meme about that. Pause oh, your story. You? So the other day my friend shared it, and it was like, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Why are you here? It's 4 p.m. <laughs> I'm like, I really feel like that's accurate right now. It is. It's I'm ridiculous. savings time is Horrible. It's gone from like 8.30 to like fucking 4.45. 4.45. It was dark In like the matter of five. weeks. Mm-hmm. Like three or four weeks. Well, in a matter of a day, it went from I mean, that's 6 dumb. to yeah. 5, which was stupid. It's so and it's dumb. messing with me. Now I'm tired at 6. And, I, uh, and I'm just like, I have to drink tea. And I have to drink tea. Because I mean, there's no caffeine in this tea, but I had iced tea earlier. <laughs> See, look at you. It's too late. It's too caffeine. It's too late. Anyway, it's not good for you. So we're hiking back and it's getting dark. Luckily, it's a full moon. So then we had an accidental like full moon hike because mm-hmm. we had the moon rise and it was so bright and beautiful. So it was very mystical and magical because we hike, had to hike back in the dark because of course we don't have flashlights because we didn't expect to go eight miles. Get back to the car. Oh, we're walking back and Laura is like, 
my hip flexors are really sore, but I did yoga yesterday and I was like, no, no, mine are sore too. It must be this hike. Because we also the elevation game is like thousands of feet. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It was a ton of feet. It was yeah. all the feet. If it's a ridge crest thing, like you it went was up like the mountain. 3, 000, it was like two, two to 2,000 to 3,000 And it was like game. straight up. It was straight mm-hmm. up. I had my real hiking boots on. Anyway, we get back and it was, um, we were very tired. My hip flexors hurt a lot and my um, shins, I have like shin splints. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Oh, you know what you can do? This is really ice. dumb. Yeah, ice. <laughs> just ice. But, like, you can get, like, ice cubes mm-hmm. and, like, run them. Oh, like, I used to do gymnastics. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. With, like, the Dixie cups that yeah. they would fill with ice. You, like, tear them apart. You, like, oh. do it on your knee. Oh, so we many nights. So many references. <laughs> that was the, the bomb.com because the little Dixie cup, I was like, who thought of this? Okay, yeah. So, for ever. people who don't know what the hell we're talking about. So, the, you know the Dixie cups that, like, okay. If They're you tiny. Lived, if you lived in the 90s, you know what they are. If you didn't, I don't think they, do they, they make them ex- anymore? I don't know. I haven't seen them. I'm sure them. they do. I'm sure they do. Anyway, they're like these little tiny paper cups that you they're use like, to they're like, like three inches tall by two inches wide. Yeah, like when you're at the dentist's office and they give you like uh, a little bit of mouthwash. They're right? still in business. Yeah, they're still in business. <laughs> dentists buy them. So, um, anyways, those little tiny cups they would fill them with water and freeze them yes. at gymnastics and like all that stuff so that you could um, like tear off the paper mm-hmm. and then use it as like an, a, a piece like of, a like, deodorant stick. You would, you would just rub it on the, the area that hurt. Yeah. And it would melt. And it would melt. And it was fun. And it was fun. And, and then you'd get cute. yelled at for getting it all over the carpet, but you don't care. You don't care. You're like, oh, my knee, <laughs> my leg, whatever. My elbow. my elbow. Oh my God. It actually like, it would be annoying on your elbow because it got so cold. You don't have as much flesh on your elbow, so I think it hurts more than your knee or like your shin. <laughs> Stop touching your weenus, Lindsay. <laughs> Lindsay's touching her weenus in public. Oh my god, we are <laughs> off topic. But anyway, so yeah, um, you need to do that. You need I do need don't to buy Dixie cups, but you need to make a big ice cube. Yeah, Dan I, has whiskey cubes. The whiskey, I got whiskey cubes. Adult Dixie cups. Look <laughs> like at me, adulting. Uh, so yeah, accidental eight mile hike. And yeah, I also went to a baby shower and a two-year-old birthday that were at the exact same time. So I made that work. <laughs> uh, Juliet is uh, the queen of doing this, though. I double book myself. All so the time. Normal. All the time. But she has like the most pristine Google calendar ever. I don't understand how she does it. Pristine. Okay. Yeah. It's got so many colors. Juliet. I just love the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're all overlapping. Oh my God. But so yeah. we are talking today. Oh no, we have to do what we're thinking. Oh, gratefulness. Okay. Oh yeah. I no. guess I'll go first. Do you know mm-hmm. what you're grateful for? I'll go first. I already know what I'm grateful for. Okay, good. But I don't know unless you want to go first. Um, no, I don't know. Okay. I am grateful for other podcasts. How weird is that? Um, because I am anxious, like a lot of people, and it's a newfound thing. I used to be anxious. Now I am. And I'm like, oh, shit, I got this problem. I don't have time to go see a therapist. I don't want to. And... I don't want to take the fun drugs. So I've been listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and you can get a podcast about literally anything. I yeah, just yeah. typed in anxiety podcast and there's so many there. And half of them, I was like, nope, I would listen to them and be yeah. like, shut up. Not my people. The point. Yeah. Not my people. And sometimes you get little bits of information you like. So I just love that podcasting has really given people access to so much more stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I tried, then I tried Googling. I was like, um... I was like cooking podcasts and then oh child care podcast. There's literally podcasts for everything. Oh, there's podcasts for everything. They Find can be so people. niche. They're so niche. Yeah. And I just I was I was really happy that people are embracing this this platform. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a platform, this medium. Uh, and yeah, sharing yeah. sharing such candid, wonderful stories like we're doing here, Avi. But it was just really <laughs> it was just really cool and I felt a part of something bigger because we have a podcast and that podcast was helping me and I hope we're helping people. 
I hope so too. I mean, the listenership would say that we are. So maybe Good. we're not helping them. Maybe we're just entertaining them. We're, That's helpful. Maybe they think we're dumb. That's fine, too. I don't care. I don't whatever, care. Whatever makes you guys feel good. If you think I'm dumb, that's fine. If you think I'm cool, then that's better. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, but, yeah, I, I was having this argument with somebody, not argument, discussion, um, about entertainment mm-hmm. and if it matters and how it, it, it was um, whether or not entertainment betters the world. Oh, I think it 100% does. Mm-hmm. I think that's the reason they had in the Dark Ages. That's why Shakespeare, like, got off his ass and did Shakespeare shit, you Yeah. Know? I think it's necessary to life enjoyment. If you're not being entertained yeah. by traditional entertainment media, you are being entertained by something. Entertainment mm-hmm. is inescapable. Yeah, because, like, I mean, video games would be considered entertainment. Yep. Like, I would consider... Knitting is entertainment. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's calming, actually. That's art. It's like a calming thing. Yeah. yeah, I can't knit. I've tried. I can crochet. Oh, I can't crochet, but I can it's knit. It's only, like, one thing. You, like... Oh, you one. just do like one little thing. Yeah, well, well I don't know. maybe easier. I can. I can crochet one thing. Yeah, so yeah. Maybe, that's maybe how I can. I can knit one stitch. knit. Like I can knit one stitch. You just keep doing it over and over. Yeah, again. the same. Eventually, thing. it's like a scarf. Yeah, and um, my scarves are always like you know the U shape. Like they start off. Oh yeah, really nice. you like lose. Yeah, like you like lose stitches throughout <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, super intentional. Yeah, yeah. I would consider like looping and entertainment. Yeah, like not even just for me too. Like not even like when I'm performing. But yeah, I mean like there's just. Everything's entertaining me. And at this point, we have so much content to, like, entertain ourselves with mm-hmm. that it's, we have, like, endless amounts of entertainment. Yes. But I think that, I don't know, some of it can probably be pretty bad. So I'm glad yeah. that you were able to weed through and find one that helped you. Oh, yeah. I listened to that six, which is not a lot, but I listened to that six where I was like, nope, get to the point. Ah, uh, like, <laughs> literally saying that in my car. I'm like, who the hell are you? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> and then I found one. I was like, oh, okay, you're fine. You're yeah. Insane. Have you ever tried, like, ASMR videos? What the hell is that? Okay. So it's (laughs) a thing that kids are doing these days. Ooh, like, give me the tea. Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I used it in a sentence. (laughs) You did it. Good job. Um, So, yeah, there's these, like, I mean, I don't know if it works, but, like, I've been interested to see if it would work. So it's, like, they basically, like, just, I don't know. This is going to sound really weird. They, like, scratch things and, like, whisper really softly. And they'll, like, there's, like, ones where they're, like, doing, like, head massages or like talking about okay. things and their voices are just like very minimal and like the sounds they're making are supposed to like help you like fall into a deeper sleep. Okay. So it's more like, but like very close to a microphone. I don't know if they're going to be able to hear that, but basically they and just like they, scratch they, on you things. You listen to it? Yeah. And you can like listen to it or watch it and the it's both like therapy. visually stimulating. I don't know. I don't know Weird. what the I'm going to look this it. up. You need to look into and it. And I'm going to try not to be judgy. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna be I mean, the first one I watched, I was like, I just, I don't know about this. Maybe you have to watch it for like a certain amount of time. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure you have to be like in the state where you're like, I need to go to sleep. And you just need to like lay down and like get to that relaxing mm-hmm. state. That's like what it's supposed to help you do basically is like get to that relaxing state where you are like breathing at a like, I think it's a slower pace when you sleep. You mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, you're like breathing at a lower pace and you can finally like drift off into sleep. Yes. And it helps you to like sleep longer and supposedly more deeply although like i mean science i'm not a scientist but huh so i mean try it why not yeah try right? why not try it that kind of brings us to our topic but you gotta tell us your gratefulness first oh that's true we should have <laughs> switched these um what am i grateful for this week um this week i'm just really grateful for like the opportunities that my friends offer to me <sighs> because like outside of just juliet i have a lot of friends who what um, are <laughs> I know, I know. Spoiler alert. I like other people outside of Juliet. Um, But I have all these friends and they like, you know, allow me these opportunities like 
performing at Desert Hearts. And like, honestly, a lot of my performing things are through friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm just really grateful, like the community that I've built and like the people that I'm surrounded with. I just like, I, every time I come home from doing something, whether it's like with you or like with like a girlfriend I haven't seen in a while or like a guy friend or like a couple people I haven't seen in a while. It's like, I always come home feeling like so enriched, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And just like so happy and like, I'm just glad that I'm at a point in my life where my friends are like my relaxing time instead of it having to be like a stressful experience. Cause I feel like for a lot of my life, like friendships felt stressful to me. And I think it's oh. probably because I was, wasn't the right ones. Right. Maybe. So, yeah. But yeah. Well, it makes me sad. I'm glad that you're no longer stressed. Oh, I'm stressed that. all the time. <laughs> but yeah, we're all stressed like, all the time, but you're like, don't have like that social kind of anxiety about friendship. Yeah. Cause that kind of sucks. Friendship is supposed to be your safe place. Well, I used to, this kind of gets us to our topic too. Yeah. Cause I used to just feel like really, like, I just, I'm, I'm an empath and I was constantly like, I'm constantly worried about how people are feeling when mm-hmm. I'm talking and speaking. And like, if I'm making somebody feel bad, I never want to make anybody feel bad. And I'm, I always tell everybody, I'm like, just tell me, like, if I've upset you, please tell me. Cause like, I want to change it. Yeah. I don't want this to be like this weird thing that we dwell on or like, you're upset at me for a long time, but I don't even know. And like, I just, I like it that I have that in my friendships now that people just tell me if something's upset them mm-hmm. or like. So on, and like I can do the same, and it's just like that's what friendship is supposed to be, and it shouldn't be that like weird feeling when you enter a room where you don't know like who's on your side and who's not. Mm-hmm. And like I dealt with a lot of that in high school, and I don't know if it was real or if it was just from my perspective. Is what I've realized as I'm older, like I probably perceived things one way and didn't like check in with people. Yeah, maybe. So, uh, but like, yeah, I definitely perceived like very weird feelings. Um, I had a couple of girlfriends in high school who. Like, I thought they were my best friends, but there was a group of three of us. My mom always told me, like, girls and threes are never a good idea. Nope, nope, nope. Because someone always feels left out. And, like, there would be weeks where I'd show up to school and, like, the two girls would be, like, not talking to me. And I would have no idea why. Yeah. And, like, it was nothing. They just, like, you know. But anyway, so, like, I'm just glad that's all all gone. And, like, I don't feel that way. I don't feel weird. I'm not, like, nervous to say things. I don't know. That's good. It's nice. It comes with maturity, but also, I think, just getting the better, the right friends to give you that security yeah to become more mature right because you have to be okay with yourself to be that mature Mm and I didn't have that for a long time in life you know yeah that happens um I was on this podcast I was listening today uh (laughs) called shut up brain it's a great podcast you should listen to it lots of science um but also very witty and funny uh he was talking about (laughs) before you can like overcome any anxiety Mm -hmm. your base level anxiety has to be low what is, well, how does that happen? That, yeah, okay. I didn't finish the podcast yet. <laughs> but I was like, oh, shit. Because he was saying, okay, before we move forward, ask yourself on a daily basis, what's mm-hmm. your anxiety? Zero being like, you're just super relaxed, you're trying to go through the motions, and you just deal with things as they come. Mm-hmm. Or 10, panic attack. Yeah. He's like, where do you lie? And I was like, damn, most of the time I'm like a six or a seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At like resting state, maybe a five, which is maybe. not great. No, it's not great. Not that's, great. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. You kind of, I feel like would fall similarly into that. Maybe a little less. Than a little less. A little less. Little I feel less. Like. Um, but, and I was like, oh, he's so right. Yeah. You're trying, so many times we're trying to fix anxieties that they're never going to get fixed unless we fix like the one that's right here. Mm-hmm. I'll finish the podcast and get back to you if he tells me how to do that. Yeah. Well, that would be great because this episode, we're going to talk about some anxiety and like yeah. things that sorry, we've been working Sorry, we're not sorry. Through. Yeah, we're not. We're not sorry. <laughs> I'm kind of sorry. Um, so I've been reading this book recently. Uh, it's called Girls Stop Apologizing. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
I actually clicked on it because I thought it was something very different than what it was. I thought it was about like women apologizing because this is something that I've been bringing up to a lot of my girlfriends recently and I'm going to bring it up to you now. Yes. So we apologize too much, mm-hmm. like far too much. I apologize. I say sorry even when I, it's not even necessary to say sorry. Oh, constantly. Like somebody will bump into me and yeah. I will look at them and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you bumped into me. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, uh, we just, we say it far too much. And I noticed uh, me and... A couple of girlfriends went to Joshua Tree recently. I can't talk today. I'm just really <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm like tongue-tied all day. Um, but we went to Joshua Tree recently, and we were just saying sorry about the dumbest shit. Like the stupidest things. And it brought me back to Carla and I when we were in high or uh, college. Not even college. I guess it was just a couple of years ago. I don't know. When we were younger, we used to just like, it was a joke. And we would be like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. We would just look at each other and say sorry. Oh, you guys still do that every We still do that sometimes. Because yeah. it's like a dumb old inside joke. But it started from like, we would say sorry because we'd be like in a nightclub or something and somebody would bump into us and they would say nothing. We'd be like, I'm so sorry that you just bumped then, into me. Yeah. And then it turned into a habit. And I noticed it with everybody. So I know it's not just Carla and I. But I feel like we all say sorry far too much for like mm-hmm. stupid, stupid shit. And we got to stop this. And the book is called Girls Stop Apologizing. And it's much more about, like, putting your creative self into the world and, like, not being fearful of, like, what you want to create. It's a great book. Definitely recommend it. I'm actually uh, listening to it on Audible. I'm not reading it because who has time for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, that can, like, segue to a minor ad because we have an Audible code. Yes. If you use the code uh, clearly off topic, I think. I believe so, yeah. Then you can get free Audible download yeah a single download and, and like you get like week a two-week trial or two something week like trial. that it's pretty dope you should try it out because i've gotten a few books from them yeah i have to i pay for it now because i actually like it because yeah. i have i drive so much for work so like i have time to listen to a lot of shit and yes. i actually run out of podcasts to listen to that i mm-hmm. like so i start listening to audiobooks and they're great yeah. um but you can get like a whole free book basically from us if you yes. go to it's audible.com slash clearly off topic and you yes. sign up through there and it's through your Amazon account so you don't even have to put any information in just attaches right to your account and um yeah it's great and, and then the books even if they're not free they're like a dollar they're yeah. very very cheap <laughs> they're very cheap and they're really good like I haven't I haven't had a bad one you can return them and it, like say that you don't like this book yeah and they'll take it back mm-hmm. and basically once you download the book it's yours like you can always have your audible app and listen to the same book if you want to I mean I don't know why you would do that but but yeah, I get a free, I get one download a month. It's great. I love it. So check it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, but the yeah. book Girl Stop Apologizing, the title made me think about this because it had been like the fourth or fifth time it had been put in my face like recently. And I just think we really need to stop apologizing because we, we don't need to be sorry about dumb stuff. Like, hey, did you ever give that chapstick back to me? Like, oh, I'm so <laughs> sorry. It's like, oh, here. No, I didn't. Yeah, that's it's, a it, good example. You, you know, know what I mean? <laughs> You're not that sorry. It's not a big thing. It's not like you did anything wrong. Because for me, I'm wondering if like that's making the word or like the phrase I'm sorry less meaningful Mm. because it's overused, right? Good point. It's like those weird people who say like, don't say I love you too much. I don't believe in that one. But like, I'm sorry kind of loses its power, right? Like if you're in a big argument and and you're like, I just wanted you to say sorry. And the person says sorry. You're like, well, now I don't want you to say sorry. Yeah, now it's a different thing. Well, it also is how you say it when you say it. And all that. When you brought this up to me first, I was thinking of how a lot of women, well, I, I I think a lot of women, I don't know, I'm not inside y'all heads. Uh, for me, I will like voice an opinion and then I'll get a negative response for that opinion that I have had. 
And I immediately feel bad for voicing it. Oh, ooh, and then I'm yeah. sorry. Mm-hmm. I truly am because I could have just kept my mouth shut and I could have just dealt with being unhappy or disliking the situation. I could have just dealt with that because it makes everything else easier. Yeah, I'm the same way. I always want to make everything else easier on everyone else. And then poor Joel just gets like the wrath of it one day. <laughs> and then I, and then like we'll get an argument over something dumb. Like, example, you didn't put the waterproof cover on the couch because we got a new couch and we have a dog who's on diuretics. So, um, yeah, if you don't do that, she pees on the couch. Anyway, like I'll blow up about something dumb like that because I've like held this in and I haven't like expressed my opinion because I'm worried about somebody's going to say or Mm -hmm. the look I'm going to get or like the response I'm going to get. I don't know. It just makes me feel bad. I shouldn't. Maybe it shouldn't. A lot of times I, so I, I was listening to something, I read something, and the the girl was like, yeah, I just, I know that I have a good opinion, so I say it. And I'm like, damn, I'm really confident in a lot of things, but giving my opinion is never really that confident for me. Oh, no, me neither. Yeah. Well, because I also feel like right now in society, we're kind of ostracized for taking back or changing our opinion on something, or like, Mm. at least people in the media are. So I think that like, maybe that like inherently kind of like frightens us to share our opinion, because I don't want somebody to be like, to hate me for something I thought three years ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's all these people on, like, Twitter and stuff who are, like, getting, like, potentially, like... Okay, so, like, back when they were doing the, like... It was all this, like, uh, social justice warrior stuff, and people were like, oh, my gosh, that senator wore blackface, like, Mm -hmm. back in the day. It's like, people were taking, like, tweets that people did 12 years ago or whatever and, like, holding them to it now. And they're like, that was 12 years ago. I was... 18 like you know what yeah, I mean like I think the argument with that is though like slavery like okay so say like oh no like, I know the blackface thing was yeah, serious yeah. what I mean is like a dumb tweet that some oh. like that now is politically incorrect or yeah socially like not said anymore and I like think, yeah I think people are just would say like the it was not acceptable back then but we allowed it mm-hmm. and now we're not allowing it anymore but it's yeah. always been unacceptable yeah is like the other argument with that but yes you should I just own your stuff own your stuff yeah don't be sorry about it just change it. Yeah, it's true. My boss literally told me the other day, I did something and I said I was sorry. And I really was because I messed up. And he's like, don't be sorry. Just don't do it again. And I was like, okay. I guess I'm not sorry. <laughs> like, fuck you then. Yeah. God. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But we need to stop apologizing. So how do we, how do we not apologize, but also not be bitches or be jerks? I don't know. I mean, like, let's workshop this idea. Because this is something that we're kind of, like, going with on the fly. So if you guys have any ideas, we're definitely going to share this in the story this week. Mm -hmm. So let us know on there, um, on Instagram. But, I mean, I guess just, like, not responding with I'm sorry as a reflex. Like, I think we have to start there, right? Because I think for me it's kind of a reflex. Mm -hmm. It's definitely me responding to somebody, like, in real time. And I think that... Maybe just biting my tongue a little bit, which I'm not good at, mm-hmm. would be the best way for me to start. Because then I can kind of think about what I'm saying instead of making it a re- reaction. Could we replace the word sorry with something else that maybe we doesn't have such a heavy meaning? Ooh, maybe. What would that be? I don't know. So what's something that's like sorry, but is not? It could be like, oh, like, pardon me is is, not, is just weird. Um, <laughs> excuse me would be something like if you bump into somebody, oh, you could say, me. excuse me. Yeah, because you're not sorry. You're it's not just, sorry. And that's like, oh, I mean, it's a mistake. Mm-hmm. That excuse we me. And it's like, I'm, I mean, if you bump into me, you're like walking around me. So it's like, oh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, excuse me would be good unless you have bumped into somebody. Um, if you made a mistake, you made a mistake, 
but it wasn't a big mistake. Like, it's different if you're like, you are actually really mm-hmm. sorry about something. If it's a mistake, like you kept someone's chapstick for too yeah. long, like oops. you were saying. Oh, you, yeah, exactly. You could say, oops. Yeah. Oops. 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 Here you go. I'm looking up thesaurus for the word sorry. I like it. I like it. I like the word oops. That's cool. Oh, this is weird. Apologetic makes sense, but you can't say, like, I apologize because that's the same the thing same as sorry. It's like, that holds the same weight to me, right? Yes. And, like, obviously different situations are going to separate out the way you're going to react. Like, sometimes sorry is a necessity, right? Yeah. But if we're just using the chapstick example. Yeah. Um, Instead of saying sorry for chapstick. Yeah. I mean, literally, this is I the like, worst. I like oops. Yeah, oops. Oops. Or whoops. Whoops. Oopsies. Oopsies. My bad. Is my that bad. the same as I'm sorry? No, I think that's like, oh, it's a little bit lighter. My right? bad. I got my it. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's better. My bad is good. Yeah, I think t- trying to take out the word sorry out of your vocabulary, unless it's something that you truly are regretful for, right? Because the word sorry yeah. means that you are regretful of something. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, literally one of the words was regretful. I don't regret not giving you back your chapstick. I literally forgot. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So we basically just need to take it out of this, like, reflex state, right? Mm-hmm. And try to replace it with something else. I mean, you guys know that we love challenging ourselves to stupid mm-hmm. things like this. Like, not using the word hate, which I've been doing terrible at. How do you uh, Well, that? you know when you have a rough week. <laughs> a rough couple weeks. It finds its way back to you. Yeah, it really does. It really does. But we need to, we need to hold ourselves to not using the word hate. And I think that we should do the same thing with, with sorry, because sorry is something that is overused. Mm-hmm. It's not how we actually feel. The exactly. same as hate. You yeah. don't necessarily hate something. You just dislike it or you don't have a preference for it. So yeah, I think, oops, my bad, uh, whoopsies, or like, I don't know, just, oh, I almost said it. I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea. Also, I wonder if men say it less than women like statistically i mean i don't know i have a lot more word vomit than joel does mm. so like i have a lot more word vomit than guys do i don't know if any of you guys do this but when like a situation gets tense i almost think that talking will like detensify it but most <laughs> of the time it doesn't yeah detensify i don't know that's a word totally but yeah it doesn't de-escalate. ever de-escalate there you go but it doesn't ever de-escalate the situation but my mind goes at like a million and mm-hmm. five miles a minute so like Joel will, like, think through his thoughts before talking to me. And I'm just, like, inside my mind has gone, like, 15 different places with this already. I think he hates me. I'm, like, so worried. So, like, that takes us back to that anxiety thing. Because, like, I get anxiety about making people feel bad for doing something that they're talking about something that they've done wrong to me. Which is also, (laughs) like, really bad. Yeah, I feel the exact same way. I get anxiety about people feeling bad, even if they should. Yeah, even if they should. I'm just like, I can't, I, I don't, I don't know how to fight this. Like, I don't, the anxiety that comes from making somebody upset, even if it's by upsetting them because I'm upset, it like all gives me anxiety. And like, I feel like I can't escape it. I could have, I could have avoided it by just not saying anything. Exactly. <laughs> but then we go back to, we're just keeping it bottled up inside. Yeah. Which like doesn't help because then yeah. I just spill it all on Joel. But see, we're right back to the beginning. I spill all the tea right on Joel. Is it, well, it tastes delicious tea. Yeah, it's definitely not tranquility tea, though, when that At happens. that point, no, it's like Earl Grey. It's super <laughs> Earl Grey. <laughs> so much caffeine in it. Well, I did read a study that talked about how women and men both apologize equally, but women are feel like as though they've committed more things that they need to apologize for, yeah. and that things 
they're the victim of things that happen more. So they've got more things to apologize for. And so in a sense, men just don't take things as seriously as women do. Like if someone bumps into us, we say, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Yeah. If someone bumps into a guy, most of the time, according to the study, he's going to go, oh, well there. Oh, hey. Or, you know, he'll, he'll maybe will acknowledge it, but he's not sorry for it. Yeah. And I think that that's actually probably... Oh my god, I hate to say this. Like, that's probably a much more realistic way of thinking about it, right? Yeah. It's more, like, some things require more of an acknowledgement than... um, Response. Yeah, a response. Like, an I'm sorry. Like, if you're in a club and you bump into somebody or you're in a tight... Like, a concert is really what I mean, not a club. I just... That's... (laughs) That was... I don't know why I put that in there. But if you're at a concert or something or, like, walking through a crowd, like... And you bump into somebody, you'd be like, oh, hey. And then just keep walking Mm -hmm. rather than, oh my god, I'm sorry. A lot of times I'll say also, oh my God, are you okay? And clearly they're, they're fine. fine. Yeah, that's like, true. Like I will, like nothing has happened to them and I will ask if they're okay. And I'm also concerned. <laughs> yeah. Like legitimate. I also think that what we've learned from this podcast is that, uh, well, on top of the fact that we apologize too much, yeah. is uh, that we get anxiety from apologizing. So maybe yes. we need to talk about um, totally. a little bit of some ways that we can like kind of calm ourselves down in general, because I feel like. Like you said earlier about how, like, your baseline needs to be lower. Maybe we all need some, like, coping mechanisms to keep our anxiety baseline lower. Because I know that we were both on, like, the verge of panic attacks recently. And it's not a fun place to be. And um, if you've ever had a real serious panic attack, I'm so sorry. They are not fun. Nope. Um, I hope that, you know, if you do need to see a therapist. I know Juliet said that she doesn't want to see one earlier. I, don't I think cond- you should. Yeah. yeah. I don't condone that. Juliet had a really crappy therapist. She beca- she like <laughs> I will basically- try again. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, Juliet just says if you're flying and she needs to get hypnotized or something. Really want to get hypnotized. If you're a hypnotist or know of a hypnotist, we want to check that out. Oh, now that I know she's down, I'm going to find one. I'm so down. Right. I was thinking about that. I was like, why haven't I gotten hypnotized? I'm totally into that. Um, except I feel like I'd be hard to hypnotize because I have so much anxiety around it. <laughs> actually <laughs> okay let's talk about some down. ways to calm our anxiety so we've talked about glad if you're a longtime listener and fan mm-hmm. uh we did a whole episode on glad which i utilize almost every night before going to sleep because almost every night before going to sleep i start to have anxiety mm-hmm. and my thoughts are going a million miles an hour and i feel like control or i'm upset almost every night that sucks yeah, me too so i use glad which is gratefulness learn what i what was i grateful for today what did i learn today what did i achieve today and what delighted me but instead of delight i always put like what am i going to do tomorrow okay so for me that's what i like to what am i gonna do what am i gonna do tomorrow instead like kind of like a future but just tomorrow not like you know in 10 years yeah exactly (laughs) yeah just something that you can like deal with like tomorrow i'm gonna get up and make myself a really good latte yes like yeah what is gonna be good about tomorrow like project a little bit so that's what i do Lindsay's got some other tips though yeah um so i have some other tips um Juliet, actually, it's hilarious. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I really like using essential oils. Um, and yes. It's super, like, hippy-dippy of me, but I love it. Um, lavender is my favorite thing ever, ever. Lavender and eucalyptus. Oh, my gosh. I could smell that stuff all day. Mm-hmm. So good. And lavender helps calm me down, too, like, instantly. Yeah. So I have, um, like, a little spray bottle that I bought from Target, and I put um, a bunch of water in it and a couple of drops of lavender and a drop mm-hmm. of uh, peppermint. And, or not peppermint, eucalyptus. And I spray that in my room every night, like on our pillows before we go to bed. And that really helps me to kind of calm down before mm-hmm. I lay down because I'm the same way. I'm at the end of the day, I'm like so worried about what I haven't finished from the day before and how that's going to fit into my day tomorrow that I just have 
a really tough time with it. Um, I have used Glad when I'm having like really bad looping thoughts. Mm -hmm. Um, but most of the time mine is just like general anxiety. So, um, there's a breathing technique that I've actually used before. And it's basically, typically there's these things you can look at and they're like, um, almost like little tiny balls and they like, oh, they like get bigger and they go down. It says like inhale while it's going all the way up and exhale while it's going all the way down. Yeah, it's on the screen, but you can basically do it without looking at a screen, which is better, especially at night, because you're trying to, like, not take in that screen time right yes. before bed. Um, because if you didn't know, lights... Um, Wake light, you up. Yeah, it, like, lowers your <laughs> melatonin production. Mm-hmm. Melatonin yep. production. So, um, yeah. So, you can just... You're basically doing a breathing technique. So, you're breathing all the way in for a count of four seconds, breathing all the way out, not caring how long it takes you, breathing all the way in for six seconds, and then breathing out... And then doing the same thing for eight seconds and then breathing all the so way four, out. So four, six, eight. Four, six, eight. And how many, do you repeat it? Yeah, I repeat it. Um, sometimes, depending on how I'm feeling, um, like my allergies have been terrible. All these fires in LA have got me like, I, can, I can't mm-hmm. hear out of my right ear very well. Like it's a little ringy. It's fun. It's super great. But anyway, so um, I'll do like four, basically controlling your breath, like putting a time frame to your breaths. Because for me, my when my anxiety goes high, I notice that my heartbeat gets high, and so does my heart rate. Mm-hmm. And I'm starting like heart palpitations, and I'm like, "What is wrong with me? Am I going to die?" No, you're just having which anxiety. makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, breathing techniques really help me. Um, I can't do a lot of like I can't read before bed because the light bugs my eyes, and I don't like to wear my glasses after mm-hmm. I've like put all my face creams on. Um, but yeah, I mean, breathing techniques have really helped me. Stretching helps me, but I do stretches in mm-hmm. bed which is really important um, because you can't like overdo it in bed basically. So I'll just lean forward. um, I'll make sure that there's like, you know, just like a good stretch of my shoulders and like open my chest a little bit before I go to bed. So those things really help me. What are some things that you do to calm anxiety? Um, So before bed, before bed anxiety, for sure, Mm -hmm. I will, uh, I will do the essential oil spray. And what I've noticed too, if I'm feeling like unsafe, because it depends on the anxiety, right? Are you Mm -hmm. anxious about what, right? If you're feeling unsafe, Sometimes I put a pillow next to me. Oh, okay. So I have a place, so I have something to put my leg on, or I have something to hold with my other arm. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like an adult stuffed animal, right? But I, I it really kind of no, yeah. helps box me in. So like if Dan's on my right, I put the pillow on my left, and then I'm like, ooh, I kind of have like this little space, like a little mm-hmm. cocoon, and that helps a little bit. During the day, there's um, a thing I used to use with kids who had ADHD when I was teaching gymnastics called dots and squeezies. <laughs> Oh so God. the, you know, if you put your hand out and it looks like an L, the soft squishy part between your pointer finger and your thumb, those are the squeezies. So you can squeezy, squeezy, and then you can dot, dot in the middle of your hand. You make push in the middle of your hand and you squeezy, squeezy, and dots, dots. And you can't really focus on anything else when you're doing that because it's so silly. So these kids who had uh, ADHD, I would tell them dots and squeezies and they would sit there and do dots and squeezies until they calm down. So if I'm getting, feeling nervous and I'm playing my fingers or I'm like, <sighs> breathing fast. I'm like, okay, dots and squeezies. I just keep doing it. And I'm like, what am I doing now? I'm thinking about dots and squeezies. And it's like, <laughs> it gets you out of that thought for a second mm-hmm. to then realize I'm safe. I'm okay. I'm yeah, in this room. Everything's fine. fine. It just kind of drops it for a minute so that it doesn't keep escalating. So those are the two things that, that I do or some of the things I do. But most of the time, I'm just anxiety-ridden crazy, guys. So we're trying to learn along with you. <laughs> yeah. So um, here's some other things that you can kind of like maintain um, throughout mm-hmm. your like day. To make sure that your anxiety levels don't get too high. Uh, and I already hate the first one. It's <laughs> limiting your amount of caffeine. Well, I'm tired, Lindsay, because I'm too anxious to sleep. I know. Me too. <laughs> so uh, that's the thing. Uh, limiting the amount of alcohol you drink is always helpful. Um, let's see. What else is on this list that I hate? 
Um, oh my God. I hate it when lists say this, accepting that you have anxiety. Get out now, of I have life. heard this so much. And that was one of the podcasts I turned off. And maybe it works for you guys. Maybe it doesn't. That she was like, you need to love your anxiety. Be so, so grateful for your anxiety. And when you love it, like what you, oh, what was she saying? She was like, when you reject something, it comes back harder. Or if you run away from something, it comes back harder. And I'm like, really? I don't know about that. But anyway, but Oprah yeah. said it so people get excited. Yeah. Oh, we love Oprah. But yeah, sometimes I mean, everybody's wrong at some, everybody's wrong at some point. See, when you put your opinion out there, at some point you're going to be wrong, even if you're Oprah. I don't know. She's so great. Oh my God. She's so great. Um, but yeah, so I actually wrote that on my list that I hate it when lists tell you to like own your anxiety and like, what are the other ones that they do? Well, they're taking the power away from it, right? They're trying to destigmatize it is what they're trying to do. But to me, I'm like, I know everyone's got anxiety. You can't lie to me. Yeah. Cause I have it, you bitch. And I know you have it too. You're just hiding it better. You're just a human. But yeah, there are things like, I mean, regular self-care. It sounds super dumb and we've heard it a million and a half We're times, bad at it right? too. We're super bad at it too. Um, but yeah, like giving yourself enough adequate time before like getting home to the, like, I mean, tonight we're the worst examples, right? It's 10 PM. <laughs> You're 40, 45 minutes away from your house. Yeah. We haven't even wrapped a podcast yet. And like, we're going to get, you know, you're going to go home. I'm going to be, like, rushed to, like, eat something and get mm-hmm. to sleep before it's, like, too late. And then all of a sudden it's 1 a.m. and I'm getting, like, four hours of sleep. So it's, like, this constant cycle that I think we find ourselves in. And whatever you can do to break that cycle is for you. So, I mean, when I first realized I had anxiety and then I had to learn to manage it, I went on all those stupid websites and read all those lists because something in there is bound to work for yeah. you, right? The essential oils really work for me. Aromatherapy has always been something I've loved, though. Yeah. I would think that the biggest thing is to keep trying. I think so too. Like, you know, I went through six podcasts, not a lot again, not a lot, but eventually I found one that works for now. And Lindsay, you went through a ton of lists and you try 10 things. If one thing works, you got one thing. Exactly. You know, keep trying. Yeah. Keep trying. And like, not to stress you out about the fact that now you have to like look up Maybe the first thing will work. I don't know. Maybe all 10 will work. The breathing exercises really help me because it's like the same thing like the stupid dots and squeezies It's so silly, but it works. But it works. It just takes your mind off of whatever you're doing because you're sitting there counting and breathing Mm -hmm. and you have to like kind of, you know, match them and then breathe all the way out. And then by the time you've breathed all the way out and you're ready to think about something else, you have to think about breathing in and how long you've been breathing. So... I think that the dots and squeeze, I think there's a pressure point in your, in your hand, in that spot and on your palm. And I think that's why it works so well, but I don't know Chinese medicine, but I think that's why it works. Um, but yeah, find out what works for you and just know that you're not alone when you're laying in bed with racing thoughts or feeling unsafe or maybe feeling sad or you've apologized too much or you freak out at your partner because you've bottled up all of your feelings from weeks prior and like haven't let them out. Yeah. We need to stop apologizing for how we feel. Um, we need to stop worrying about if people are going to like us, if we're mad at them or upset in the moment, because I think that's where a lot of mine comes from too, is like being like, oh my God, they're not going to love me anymore because I'm upset about this thing that they like. And it's like, that's dumb. No, Mm -hmm. Lindsay, that's not accurate. They, they still love you. It's fine. It's totally fine. So you guys are not alone. I think that's the biggest thing we're trying to say. Yeah. So, um, I hope you guys have had a better moon cycle than we have (laughs) because this one's been rough. This one's been rough, and I got shin splints. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't go on accidental eight-mile hikes. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean... Check out my Strava, though. I look great. My eight miles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you guys, I think we're going to wrap this yep. episode. But um, thanks so much for listening. Um, I know every week there's more of you, so that's really cool. Uh, Julia doesn't look as, at the stats like I do, but... Lindsay I tells that. me about it. 
Yeah, I do. <laughs> we love you guys. We love you, you guys. Keep listening. Like, subscribe. We're putting up YouTube stuff as well. Yeah. Oh, we have a bunch of stuff up. Um, a couple episodes, we had a Reiki session with Katie. So cool. If you remember, we have a video up about that. We went to a local um, wine and spirits festival where Julia and I drank a little bit too much tequila. Um, and Julia yelled tequila. into the microphone. Perfect amount of tequila. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Um, so we have, uh, there's this little, little tiny food bits and they were delicious. So good. Um, and yeah. yeah, we're all over the damn place. So find us anywhere you choose, all of the above, anywhere. And come back next week because we have more cool content and amazing guests coming up. We're going to have so many good guests. I can't wait to share with you guys. Yeah, we really can't. Oh, can't wait. Oh, my God. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.